Welcome, alien overlords, to your Secret Invasion podcast by Fantastic Geek, the official, unofficial podcast of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me is the reptiloid who has assumed the visage of Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone. Here today to talk to you about Marvel's Secret Invasion. Matt, we are just three weeks away from podcasting the very first episode of the series but prior to that wanted to give you a little something something on the podcast feed we'll talk as we get a little closer our uh full and proper preview still coming but uh lots going around the mcu particularly uh because of the writers guild of america strike Yes, it will be interesting to see uh, if the countdown to Secret Invasion is impacted by the strike in any way um, in terms of promotion and so forth. A bit more uh, both immediately looking and and down the road looking. Uh, Daredevil, Thunderbolts, and Wonder Man have all paused production due to the strike. Uh, I believe uh, in the case of Daredevil, it was the production which i don't know whether this is black hatted villain or just chess or however it goes but there were successive days where where and when daredevil was shooting was kind of secret or being moved around to avoid strikers and then ultimately the strikers not even ultimately the strikers caught up with them and you know teamster trucks were not crossing the line and all of that so you know in so far as we're focusing on the mcu today mcu the MCU content pipeline temporarily paused. I mean, you know, that's when we get into some of these larger financial issues. Sneaky, sneaky doings there, Matt. Almost like scrolls, informants, spy versus spy, if you will. And the question remains, will this affect the now announced dates for Loki season two? That, of course, October 6th, the week to week. Okay, and then Echoes announced date of November 29th in which all of the episodes of that show would be available at once on Disney Plus. And some intrigue in both of those uh, dates and so forth there. First of all, um, one I think could safely assume, though there has been some debate amongst writer producers, one I think could safely assume Loki will be delivered um, on time. Uh, you know, again, there's been this notion, is a showrunner doing writing when they say, ooh, you know, the way Pete read that line there, didn't quite like it. Let's do a reshoot. Uh, let's do a re-record. Like, you know, is that writing? Uh, let's let's ax that scene, even though it's in the script. Uh, is that writing? Um, but again, I think that we could probably assume Loki will be delivered uh on time and so forth you know that's probably firmly in post-production uh probably ditto for echo doubly since the only way i can read the fact that uh all episodes of echo are dropping at once they're turning a frown upside down by saying what an opportunity that you get all the episodes at once the first time the mcu has done this feels like a burn off that's not to say pete that you and i aren't going to like it that our listeners aren't going to like it it's not to say that it's ultimately problematic for a lot of people uh in terms of how it's been presented or whatever it might be but you can't you can't say 
whether it's six episodes or whether the rumors of Echo, you know, being a troubled production and it's five episodes, four episodes, major reshoots, major editing, whatever that looks like, it cannot be a positive that they're all available at once. That's just not how these premiere shows for Disney Plus have worked. I, I don't know. Uh, what I do know, Matt, is that the uh, troll, um, shall we say, read of Kevin Feige has determined this show is unreleasable. Therefore, he will release it all at once. Like, do you understand the words in the sentence that you just wrote? Um, so I, I would just say let's reserve judgment until we actually see some of it. Right. Like instead of, oh, my God, they're putting it all out at once. It's a failure. <laughs> I, I certainly would certainly would agree. And I look forward to uh, each and every episode of the Echo show. I look forward to the diverse cast uh, that's there, the diverse crew that's made it and so forth. Um, again, it's just it, it being an outlier. I, I don't see the upside. You know, if it's this. If it's this magical thing where you go, oh my goodness, Pete, the end of episode three, it got me. It really got me. Um, I, that discussion isn't going to happen when when you're on episode three, three hour, you know, at, at six a.m. on launch day because you watched all the episodes consecutively, and I'm on episode three, four days later. You know, again, we've we've all kind of been through this Netflix binge model before, and and, and there's that, Pete. I know what this won't affect though. It won't affect the, with all the writer's strike, with all this intrigue and so forth, we're still getting Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 2 jumping off Thursday, June 15th. Um, we'll be discussing it on our Pop Culture Podcast, on the Strange New Worlds Podcast feed next week. And um, I think a very a very um, admirable countdown going on there. Lots of buzz, buzz continuing and all that. Yes, we'll podcast that first episode of season two on Star Trek Sunday, Father's Day, June 18th. Uh, meanwhile, Matt, all of the Indiana Jones movies and some other things um, hit Disney Plus this past Wednesday. We have finished podcasting all four of the movies. That's who are Raiders of the Lost Ark. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, all available on our pop culture podcast feed. And Pete, sticking with Indiana Jones for a second there, of course, we will be podcasting Dial of Destiny uh, the weekend that it comes out, uh, which of course will be mid-Secret Invasion. So uh, Pete, possibility that maybe we get, because let's not forget Harrison Ford, currently was filming until it's paused uh <laughs> as uh, thunderbolt ross so could we get thunderbolt ross in secret invasion as played by harrison ford the weekend that he's there as indiana jones it's it's possible right on a, on a horse there's a lot to ask for there but clearly all under that disney umbrella there again what's shot what's finished what's you know out that's the you know, concern the longer this strike, the potential of a director's guild, a screen actor's guild strike, all possibility. 
but back to secret invasion here we will podcast that first episode as we said before saturday june 24th it's going to be secret invasion saturdays uh so three weeks from today matt hard to believe it is my question to the to the void question to the universe would be this where is the secret invasion buzz right now i know over at star trek we've had uh successive and progressive and evolving trailers in the last six weeks actors are on social media engaging and so forth um talking about their you know the the countdown and all of that whether that's i mean it's probably a combination of their own excitement and kind of you know premeditated like hey it's tuesday mention mention the show you know says the pr person whatever it might be where is that for secret invasion where is that buzz it's almost kind of weirdly pete it's almost shades of ms marvel which we podcasted every episode of we 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 really enjoyed every episode of you know it also came out june albeit june of last year and just that feeling of like i'm excited you're excited we're talking we're talking about it with the fantastic geek uh community here but where's that overall buzz where other people are excited too? I'm not feeling that for Secret Invasion. The perception, uh, you know, pre-Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 that, you know, Marvel on the downtrend and that, of course, has seemed to stabilize it, you know, um, really good box office to this point, good critical uh, acknowledgement, but you know, people are concerned. Um, I, I think given the conceit of the show and, you know, looking at how that affects some of the stuff they've done here, there was a behind the scenes video released, uh, via social media within the last month. And then they did the character posters here. And what was really clever was, turning around the way that Twitter is like now strangely attempting to verify things through, uh, you know, communities and things like that. And, and the idea that, uh, identities cannot be confirmed for these characters. I, I think the nature of this show is going to draw that attention to it. It might not be a, a Wanda vision, level event matt in terms of like oh my god what's going on and you know who is actually mephisto this time but it might be i think too and i you know i I say this on the podcast oftentimes and i don't mean to be repeating myself but nobody does marketing better than uh than disney and that's not to say that it's a home run every time but you know think back to how far out the uh the force awakens trailers were you know a full year out heck even more than that was thanksgiving so 13 months out that kind of thing that was at a point where you needed to say to the audience hey do you remember star wars we do too start the great countdown i remember going to thanksgiving dinner and we the trailer comes on during the football game and my father-in-law is crying not because he's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not because he's necessarily tied into like, oh, I'm interested in this character, or that character, because again, they were brand new, but it was like the, the that thing, that ethereal thing was there, right? Star Wars of youth and, and all that. Marvel doesn't need to do that, I think, to lesser degrees more recently with 
ongoing Star Wars stuff, ongoing Star Trek stuff, the, the major tent poles, but particularly Marvel as the tippity top, they call it Marvel Studios Presents. I mean, not literally, but as soon as you put that Marvel label on it, that's your brand indicator versus like, do you remember a Millennium Falcon? Do you remember Star Wars theme? Like, yeah, it's, it. you know, instead now it's, you remember Marvel, this is a Marvel thing. So you don't need audience awareness 13 months out. Marvel also is in this weird position too, where it's like, you know, a month ago, Pete, should we have been really focused on Secret Invasion? No, you're supposed to be focused on Guardians of the Galaxy. So there's there's less need to do it long term. There's less need. And then there's less, frankly, um, I, I think kind of like actionable intent to want you to be focused long term. But again, something's weird here with the, with the buzz. I, I guess, Pete, really soon we're going to be hit with more of an onslaught of uh, marketing and all of that. Putting out these posters almost looking like venetian blinds there you know you can see the characters but then beneath there are they scroll you know we have nick fury and talos and maria hill and then they're giving us a couple others new characters you know we're still going to meet in olivia uh coleman's special agent sonia falsworth and amelia clark's gaia and uh, we've got Kingsley Benadir's, uh, you know, graphic, um, you know, not to mention Martin Freeman playing uh, Everett Ross, which, you know, still kind of, you know, though he's he's in the, um, you know, promotional stuff, it's still kind of, wow, you know, we had him in uh, Wakanda forever and, and now we have him here. I, I really do feel like they're going to grab the the spotlight here. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about the nature of maybe dates changing because, you know, obviously labor strife and something that needs to be sorted out because geez, these writers need to be paid for these streaming shows past, you know, the pittance that they're given and then the mini rooms and, you know, not helping to further uh, develop writers and the practice of writing um and really i think this is the perfect type of property to do that if anything matt i'm gonna ding them for over promotion because when you put out a trailer for the marvels that shows you a post secret invasion nick fury wow that really kind of minimizes the drama for this show no i would agree i i would agree asterisk i think nick fury is going to be in various uh scrapes and uh, troubles across the six episodes and so forth and if you end an episode by somebody saying you know now you're locked in the vault with the bomb dun 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 okay i i don't know that it takes the marvels trailer for me to say you know i know nick fury is going to live again you put him you, you put him in a ticking time bomb, locked in the vault with a ticking bomb at the end of episode two i don't think you're actually killing off nick fury i don't know that i'm entering it with that however pete to your point i'm talking about a willful suspension of disbelief which is different than i know that samuel L. jackson is in the marvels 
And, you know, could he be, could Nick Fury be killed off in this show? And it's a scroll that appears there. Okay, sure, I guess. But I'm now playing kind of, I don't even, even know if this is a phrase. I'm like, I'm playing story football on the outside of the story, not the inside. I'm playing with production things, not story things. So your point is an excellent one, even if I think kind of narratively, I'm not like, is this when we will say goodbye to Samuel L. Jackson? Um, if nothing else, it speaks to the it speaks to the weird place that Marvel is at, perhaps. And even back to the posters, Pete, you know, and I don't I don't mean to make this Star Trek versus Marvel, but you mentioned the character posters. Awesome. And then I immediately think of in the last week, I saw somebody posting online uh, how these luxuriant Star Trek Stranger Worlds character posters were up at, I believe it was the Moynihan Train Hall. That's this brand, you know, fairly new addition to Penn Station in New York. Pete, they put posters there not to get seen by people taking Amtrak, but rather because it's this super prominent location and people are going to take pictures and post it and, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Point being, Star Trek has their character posters up in prominent locations for people to look at and say, oh, I'm excited and let me take a picture and share. You know, again, Pete, maybe I'm somehow out of the loop here. Maybe I'm not following the right people on Instagram and Twitter and social media and all of that. But, you know, where are those character? Where Where's the Secret Invasion character posters out there? Where's the London Tube Tunnel pictures with Olivia Coleman saying something you know uh cute or things to that effect you know wh where is that uh, i'm looking forward to that in fairness they're a week later so <laughs> maybe soon and and again for our uh you know full-on preview have a little bit more to chew on this behind the scenes video uh it's effectively a glorified trailer with Hey, here's uh, Kobe Smulders and here's Sam L. Jackson sitting down in a chair saying, oh, you, you don't know who is who uh, in this show. Uh, the intrigue, all of that. Uh, Nick Fury has returned. Uh, OK, yeah, he, he has. The one that was here before was a scrawl and we saw him go to space. Okay, um, in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, but Matt, you know, people are still talking. There might be somebody else on this show. I think that we can we can hope that there are twists and turns and reveals. And it's funny, Pete, you and I on the podcast, we never we never assume opposite sides for the sake of doing a bit or, or things of that sort nor am i actually down on this show but again like the notion of oh somebody might be a scroll that we don't know about uh, okay i'm i'm kind of pessimistically nonetheless reminded weirdly reminded by the line in the trailer you know like oh should, can we call the event i don't remember the exact line yet can we call the avengers on this one it's like no of course we won't because it's a it's a Disney Plus show for six episodes. It's not an <laughs> Avengers movie. Um, fine, if somebody within the cast, if there's going to be a revelation there, so be it. Maybe you subvert my expectations, and it's somebody else, somebody who's outside the announced production, and it, it, you know, it really is. Let's say someone, fr quote unquote, from the Avengers or from the, you know, rather from the expanded uh, MCU stable. There, again, I'm kind of, 
I'm, I will be delighted if all of a sudden we go, look, and it's Kate Bishop, and she's actually a scroll. Whoa, what does that do for, for what we saw for Hawkeye and for stuff moving forward? Whoa, mind blown. Um, on the one hand, I'm ready to have my mind blown. On the flip side, because I'm ready to have my mind blown, is the is the bar even higher? So when you come on in and go, actually, the lady that works at the museum in Moon Knight is a scroll. I'm going to be like, oh, okay, I'm I'm not impressed because I have lofty expectations that maybe are in excess of the production. And again, Pete, here I am saying I don't know what I expect about this show. Well, what kind of ground shattering cameos could we see? I I guess I don't know. Um, particularly with let's say let's say where we are at with the films, like the you know Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously being the most recent film, and it takes place all the way over there, somewhere in space, far far away from Earth. So I don't think it's going to be like, oh man mantis actually has been a scroll for the last five years again guardians is over there um ant-man the second most recent movie it feels very much in the rearview mirror now i'm sure Mar uh, marvel studios is going to say but is anything ever in the rearview mirror because don't forget we even talked about secret invasion since the secret scene of wandavision and since the end of two spider-man movies ago um which okay fine i i, I grant you that but Looking ahead to the schedule, something for Marvels that would be good synergistically. Um, I don't think you're going to have one of the Marvels actually be a secret scroll. If you do, you know, if if you do, then I will be surprised. I think I will be appropriately, you know, in the in the hype cycle for that and so forth. But is it going to be a Captain America New World Order person? I, I doubt it. Is it going to be a Thunderbolt? maybe but again even okay let's say the strike is magically fixed tomorrow um thunderbolts is still a year out plus from release so pete it's a it's an embarrassment of riches and i don't know what i i don't know what i want out of this show well there remain tremors of what might be coming which pete is perfect timing to introduce this been talking for some time here on the, on the countdown to this show uh you know in prior podcasts and so forth the rumor the possibility the chloe bennett's quake character will return i think you and i are both on the record that it seems to be an uphill battle it seems to be unlikely due to a variety of factors uh including perhaps some some uh, institutional animosity between marvel what was Marvel Television and, and the MCU and all of that. But each week, we are going to have Quake Watch 2023 talking about uh, are there hints that she will show up? Has she shown up? So, Pete, in this inaugural Quake Watch 2023, let's go over to Pete at the big electoral map board there. What's trending? What are your thoughts on Quake Watch 2023? So, if you look up here, you can see that uh, Chloe Bennett is currently in six episodes of the Hulu series, Dave, um, that she's had a soft spot in her schedule here, Matt, for some time. A lot of people have pointed, well, you know, here's Secret Invasion. Here is a logical landing point. They brought 
back Charlie Cox as Daredevil. They brought back um, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin Wilson Fisk. They have now uh, admitted they're bringing back John Bernthal as the Punisher. Uh, why not Chloe Bennett here as uh, Sky, as Daisy, as Quake, uh, that the people want it. Therefore, it's it has to happen, right? You know, again, I just returned to uh, the, the really interesting nugget from the Endgame director's commentary track. And when they talk about how it was, frankly, unprecedented to get Jarvis from the Agent Carter TV series, um, the, the conversation is, you know, something like, you know, he's from Marvel Television, which is, well, it's its own, it's its own separate thing, and it, this is just, this is a, this is a big deal. And very quickly, you can hear the conversation, you know, others in the conversation uh, between the two directors and the two writers, kind of like realizing, realizing they're about to say too much, and and they need to move on. And indeed, the scene is moving on in Endgame and all of that. So, I think that is a factor. Um, have things cooled? Well, as you're saying, Pete, there have been a number of actors and roles back i would argue uh with all due respect and love to agents of shield uh our you know our mothership for fantastic geek and all of that um perhaps agents of shield on a different level of uh visibility than you know your charlie cox uh your daredevil your kingpin um your d'onofrio all of that but pete that's why this is a segment I, I'm I'm down on the odds, but we're, each week we're going to be analyzing clues. Maybe somebody says, oh, no, there's been an earthquake in Idaho. We need to go there, Nick Fury, next week. And uh, Pete, and we shall see. Obviously, the adjacence of the character to Nick Fury, to S.H.I.E.L.D., to this intrigue certainly makes it a possibility. Uh, Matt, this idea though you know people have pointed to actor schedules everything like that really difficult and then you add in the further hollywood business aspect uh marvel's runaways disappeared from disney plus this week it did and that's probably that and with a bunch of other um content there uh the serviceable jeff goldblum explores the world show um and, and a bunch of other shows which i found the most shocking yeah that was a launch day the first episode of the first season of that was a launch day uh show on disney plus uh i will add pete uh on this end my wife and i we in part because disney plus was so new and we were you know I think looking to buy into the content and all of that, we watched and enjoyed every episode of the first season of it. You know, it's quirky. He's learning about the, the, you know, sneaker enthusiasts the one week and tattoo enthusiasts the next week. Thoroughly enjoyed whatever it was, six, eight episodes. It was fun. It was quirky. The second season came and went. We didn't even discuss it, touch it, this and that, the other. Um, and that made me wonder, you know, how many people, like, Pete, no amazing hit was removed right we can logically assume that um they're not taking down andor they're not taking them down obi-wan they're not taking down uh wandavision etc etc the for, of the things that were pulled runaways included 
probably it's going to be repackaged and sold somewhere else. That's what a lot of the Warner Brothers stuff, you know, ultimately it ended up on, you know, uh, ad supported uh, spots like Tubi and things like that. So it's probably not, you know, gone forever and hidden away in verboten. Uh, but it is a reminder that, you know, not all this content is going to stay around in its current form forever. So Matt, wrapping this up here, one of the things is we get ready for a secret invasion. We wanted to add a little bit of hype. We wanted to give back. We're going to be raffling off a Black Panther Wakanda Forever digital download code in that first podcast episode of Secret Invasion. Uh, and the way you would enter that raffle is to leave us a review to this Apple podcast feed to our Marvel movie podcast feed where you can go listen to our Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 episode. And heck, Matt, let's add our Ahsoka podcast feed to that. Yes, uh, clearly our podcast eyes focusing on these twin June releases of Secret Invasion and Star Trek Strange New Worlds. But uh, Pete, sadly, here it is the first weekend of June. Sadly, before you know it, it's going to be sometime in August, the waning days of summer and all of that. And we will be buoyed by uh, by Ahsoka and the return of Star Wars to uh, Disney+, Plus, etc., etc., so yeah uh the only ask that we have i mean you can review any way you want nice reviews are always most appreciated um but please if you do leave a review to one of those three spots again uh the secret invasion feed marvel movie feed ahsoka feed uh if you've never reviewed the pop culture podcast feed you could do that as well do just send us probably emails the best way fantastic gmail.com just say hey i just left a review and you know my my uh my name on Apple uh, Podcasts is such and such. That way we can match the winner with their contact info. All of these podcasts, by the way, Matt, made possible by the good people of uh, patreon.com slash fantastic geek. Yes. Keeping us listener supported as we've uh, as we spent uh, May and into June. Uh, Pete, without new episodes, sometimes we're talking about Indiana Jones. Sometimes it's Marvel. Sometimes it's Star Trek. And as we get back to that episodic model later this month, as we get back to uh, dueling podcasts for six weeks as Secret Invasion and uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds will be up at the same time as we return to those to those busier times. Uh, could not do it without the support of those who go to patreon.com slash fantastic geek and our ongoing thanks for that. Pete, speaking of ongoing, let's keep the Marvel discussion, the secret invasion discussion going. How can people be in touch with you on a prominent social media website that is still here? You find me on Twitter at Peter P I E T E R J K L R K E T E L A A R 12,818 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter, as looking back lost, do be in touch with the podcast comment on fantasticgeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek with the PH, all one word, like it today. On the Pop Culture Podcast feed, as we said at the top, going to be talking some Star Trek Strange New Worlds next week. And before you know it, Pete, we will be back with Strange New Worlds weekly podcast with uh, Secret Invasion not far behind it really looking forward to uh those two experiences and having them unfold at the at the same time and uh starting a new summer journey here for those shows 
with that, Pete, indeed, if it really is Pete, I will say adios to all our listeners and give you the final word. Talk to you soon. Thank you.